The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Have we science? Science! We have science. It turns out I did need a, a Skype up, 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 update. I can see the chat now. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, how are y'all doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that about sums it up, doesn't it? That's, that's, yes, that's why I, why I, wrote, I just wrote it in, but I'm going to say it out loud here. I need a decorative poster that displays the expression brain dead. In the languages of all nations. <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Well, we know that Eric's here, but um, audio doesn't seem to be connecting with his gizmo. <laughs> Are you folks hearing Andy Ed in the background? Should I <laughs> close my door? Uh, I love Skype. Oh, there you go. We got here. We got... I love Skype like I love having my teeth yanked out by a, with a pair of pliers with no anesthesia. Well, now, see, didn't you just say something hey. nice about Skype last time? I did, and this is the thanks I get. See? What, Mr. K? I was going to say, as, as, at least when I got one pulled last week, I got an- anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think it got confused because Owie. I thought uh, this was working great for trying to follow the conversation as we were chatting. Uh, I've got Skype on my phone, and it's in one ear, and then I've got Skype on my computer, which is in the other ear. Um, and when you guys called, first it hit my computer, I hit answer, and then my computer went, what, what, the, what the fuck, and crashed. <laughs> and then the phone call came into my phone. But I don't want to talk on my phone on the Skype. I want to use the one on the computer. So I had to do the whole, it was like, Skype, Skype unexpectedly quit. Do you want to send an email? No, I want to get all of my damn phone call. <laughs> what, what are you, what are you on now? Are you on the computer? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But if you send a chat, my phone, I, which also has Skype loaded, will read it out loud to me before, on the computer, I have to actually go and find. There's a section of the screen where the chats come in, and I have to go and focus on that and and see what's written. On the phone, it just reads it automatically as it comes in, so it's kind of nice. Huh. Um, so now there are other things that the phone doesn't do that the computer does much better, like file acceptance and things like that. But um, so, so if we all I have both. if we all three started typing typing stuff in, would the phone just start chattering it at you? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. I'll resist the temptation. So what I was trying to say, or trying to type, sorry, I'm finishing eating an ice cube. My apologies. 
what I was trying to type when the phone, when the, I keep saying phone, hello, this is not, I, I am so old. Hey. When the Skype call came in, uh-huh. I, I had to turn off my 8-track tape so I could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was, what I was typing was. You were grooving to Sly, <laughs> Sly and the Family Stone. You were grooving. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you get into world histories and stuff, I start to feel like I'm at school and I have a bunch of stuff I have to memorize, and then I start getting fidgety and, and it's not pleasant. Well, I'm not sure if there's going to be a test or not. <laughs> but what I did read sounded interesting. I made me wonder if there was somebody, uh, if there was someone in the uh, in the Glorantin Society who believed that the world was round. <laughs> because yeah, round earther, maybe you never know. Yeah, <laughs> because look at the sky; it's curved. Can't you see? Of course, the world is round. What kind of an idiot are you? You also got to wonder if there's some certain special spot in 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 uh, that you really shouldn't stand uh, stand in, or some area that you shouldn't go to because actually it would follow a straight line, wouldn't it? I want to know if you go into the exact center of Glorantha if there's a hole. Well, yeah, the uh, the uh, magnifying glass effect. <laughs> <laughs> But it would follow. It would follow some kind of a like a heavy scorch line towards the middle of everything. If the if there's a, a regular sun pattern, that whatever. That's well, that's what I was thinking. There there is a. I think there's a maelstrom like in the middle of the ocean from where the uh, primordials. Um, uh, they call it the spike. It was like a primordial mountain at the center of the world used to be before it was destroyed. Hmm. Huh. See, so yeah, I told you the history is interesting. If you go in directly into the middle of that maelstrom, there's a there's a hollow a hollow Glorantha. I was going to say a hollow Earth, but you <laughs> have to start thinking in Glorantha. I think that if you go down there, you wind up in an epic journey like the the Egyptian barge going through the underworld sort of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Andrews, before I forget, thank you very much for hosting the call again. Oh, you're most welcome. It's, it seems to work out. It does. Few, fewer drops when I do it, so it does. So I'm knocking wood again and and saying thanks. You know, you know how that how it goes. If you do it once, it's a favor. If you do it twice, it's your job. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't all get dropped more than uh, twice in a row, then uh, yeah, you become a public utility. <laughs> Spoken like someone who's been married. Ooh, ooh. So, uh, wow. Is it, does it not seem like two weeks ago that we met? Yeah, I was really uncertain as to whether or not we had a game tonight. Because it I, was totally right. I was too. Yeah. I was kind of confused on that myself. I was too. Andy Ed was, uh, we were talking earlier to, out in the back with the doggy so that it could, you know, breathe and we allow the sun to touch our skin every once in a while. Um, sitting back there, I said, I got a game tonight. She's like, didn't you just have one last week? And it was weird because the more she talked about it, the more I thought, wait a minute, was it last week? <laughs> it's it's strange because it's just, yeah. the weeks are like, whack, whack, whipping by and it scares me. I don't like, I don't like when that happens. Need something to mark the off weeks, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need to do something on alternate Wednesdays that uh, stands out. Besides, like sleep. 
Well, the thing is that I usually do, and it didn't help because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you, I think you, one reason why it seems like it was such a short time ago is because you just posted the the uh, good God, sir. Yeah, five I know. hours, twenty-something minutes. Really? <laughs> no, well, no, it's a five hours and nineteen seconds or sixteen seconds or some crap like that. But might as well have been twenty-seven. Got to be the longest of our. It is, and I I was going to split it up into two parts, but that never works out well because you know people get uh, people miss a part, or you got to go A and B or something like that, and then well, what session is it, and then throws the numbers off. And the other thing I discovered was why the hell my two and a half hour and three hour uploads were like nearly a hundred meg, and I was doing. For whatever reason, I don't know why I overlooked this or forgot. Um, I was doing 64 kilobytes per second on each sound file, and I could have been doing like 32 or 16. 16 sounds like crap. 32 is acceptable, and 32 took it down to a reasonable size. And so I thought, all right, for five hours at this size, sorry. <laughs> What what I should probably do, and I'm going to do that, you know what, I'm going to do that uh, for the show notes for this episode, is put a link to the utility that breaks MP3 files up into 15-minute or 5-minute or whatever size chunks you want them broken up into. Because a lot of MP3 players, even the moder- even the most recent ones, they get a 5-hour file, they choke to death on it. It's like, what? you want me to keep track of what? I don't know where you were. Are you kidding me? Five-hour file? <laughs> and just gives you the finger and says, sorry, uh, this file's corrupted. Yeah, yeah, it's corrupted. <laughs> Can't read it, sorry. That's what mine does anyway. So I had to find uh, the utility. It's, I think it's called Slice. I'll, I'll find it, and I'll put a link in the show notes. It's, so you just point at the MP3 file, say, I want it broken into five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen-minute chunks, and... It gives your MP3 player something. It gives you stopping points for one thing, and it gives your MP3 player uh, tiny little morsels to deliver to you that it can handle. And uh, that's probably more reasonable. But yeah, well, you know, some people like the the long file. Some people think this is great. This will get me through my morning. You know, well, that's pretty much how I listened to it. I just did it. I just had it on while I was puttering around the house, doing all kinds of other stuff, and. Exactly. I was for the second one. At least I was I was there, so I didn't have to devote my full attention to it. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's 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 what it's good for. The, the nice big files are good for you. It's like, oh my god, I got to go weed whacking, or I'm going to run around, or or I should drive somewhere. You know, I should probably check an email trilobite and make sure he's still alive because, if, by God, if he was jogging or doing the. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'll stop as soon as they start gaming. Yeah. <laughs> he could be in real he, trouble. He, yes, he could be. Uh, he could be in, uh, in Valhalla now <laughs> because because of some terrible thing we did. Now you just reminded me. I got to go hunting for an email and find a link, another link that I should put in the show notes. Because I found I found it earlier, and I was going to email it to everybody, just so that everybody had it. The uh, interview with Mr. K and Olg Olg Olg. What the hell was his name? 
It was a, a pal- asshat paladin blog. Oh, uh, oh, I got a good that. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm I'm looking to find the email now because that's something we should probably just like mention at least because it was actually yeah. weeks ago. This is I can't find it. Oh no. Yeah, IDDFOS. No, that's not. Wow, that's old. Mm. <laughs> no one ever knew why the podcast was called International Detective Dragons. Well, I'll explain it to everybody in full detail once I start it up again. We still have <laughs> it. It's easy. It's because what else would you call it? <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah. be called that. <laughs> Important notice. One of these days, I don't know what game it's going to be in, but I'm going to incorporate international detective dragons from outer space <laughs> into the game. Didn't we do that in the first space game we played in? Well, they weren't international or detective, but they were dragons. <laughs> they were dragons from, from outer space. space. And they were from outer space, yes. Although he was busy checking out your ship to determine why you would know why it was so neat in that. So that mm. could you know, yeah. that, just, that just leaves international. Oh, really oh. hey, intergalactic detective dragons from outer space. See, therein lies yes. the problem. How do you have international detective dragons from outer space? Because I would have to be in a future where there are space nations, which I guess. I'm thinking about this way too much, I realize. But. Or they're from outer space, and they just operate anywhere they want to. There you go. I mean, why wouldn't they? Here we go. Request for a short interview. Wow, it took me so long to find it. I better... Neo Atyog. Oh, one of my favorite D&D monsters. Mm-hmm. Ex- ex- yeah. Hi, I write the Asshat Paladin blog. Asshat Paladin's blog. Asshatpaladins.blogspot.com. So uh, I'm going to put that link in the show notes. I'm a big fan of the gutter scapes and really enjoy your turn. Oh, really enjoyed your turn GMing Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. Oh, good. That was fun. I'm taking... It was... Yeah, it was epic. I'm taking a break from Asshat Paladins to start a new gaming interview blog called Atyog Talk. Oh, and I'll put that link in then, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any interviews up yet, but do check it out. I plan on contacting a bunch of people within the hobby of the industry, from fans to game designers and artists, to ask them only three questions about their experiences with RPGs. I figured that limiting limiting an interview to three questions would make it easy for people to respond because we're all busy folks. And that's very considerate and quite yeah. smart. If you have time to answer these questions, I'll let you know when I post them on Yog Talk blog. Here are the three questions, and I'm not going to read them so that folks have a reason to go to oddyogatalk.blogspot.com because a uh, day before yesterday or, or a couple of days ago, whatever, I, I found... The interview with Mark Kinney. Here it is. Mm-hmm. It was posted July 19th. Um, and it's interview number 11. Mark Kinney, All Games Considered, and the Gutter Skypes. Longtime podcaster. Well, folks, go to it, read it, see what, uh, see what yeah. the answers were to the questions. Fun stuff. 
Um, the things you'll find out about Mark Kinney are simply lurid. Are they? Every <laughs> single podcast I've ever had anything to do with. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, uh, yeah, that this actually I'd probably from his his torrid affair <laughs> as he traversed Las Vegas with a with a rock band. Um, his his adventures when he found that time machine in that van. It's just there's all kinds of stuff that goes on that you just never knew about Mr. K. You gotta go and read the interview and check it out. And the clandestine information trading in Eastern Europe. That's right. That made his personal fortune. You won't believe what he gave up to start a career in podcasting. That was <laughs> This may or may not be true. Find out by going to. <laughs> so excellent. I probably, I, I think, yeah. At, at, at the very least, I should have mentioned this like two podcasts ago or something, because uh, or one anyway, because uh, I've had that email for a while. And sorry about that, um, Neo Atyog. Uh, uh, folks will now know about it, and it will be in the show notes. I'm gonna stick. I'm going to stick something else in the show notes to something that Mr. K mentioned last episode that I kind of didn't remember until today. And I went looking, and yeah, the Cracked Podcast? Mm-hmm. They're good. They're kind of, they're like kind of nifty. I listened to two of them today. Someone, someone mentioned them in, in an email a while back, actually. Well, if they did, I should have been. Well, they, mm-hmm. they, cause they, they kind of mentioned that it was kind of like, it kind of reminded them of the old glory days of IDDFOS. Oh. Kind of, if I remember right. Wow. I forget who actually sent it in, but yeah. Well, I forget what night's a game night, so I'm not surprised I can't remember that. <laughs> um, well, yeah, they do, uh, they do kind of ask, uh, they ask some, well, the, the, on the plus side here, it's not one guy talking about this stuff. Um, it's the editor of Crack Magazine with two of the staff members, uh, at least two, usually it looks like, um, going over a very specific subject and only spending an hour on it. But, you know, hitting some high points and getting some interesting ideas across. It's, it's you know, it's, uh, it's good. Um, so I'm going to put a link uh, to their uh, feed in the show notes for this episode as well. The two I listened to today were uh, Memes and the Internet Hive Mind. And, wow, what was the other one? It was, I can't remember the name of it. What the, 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 it I mean, I'm, I'm looking for the name and I can't find it on the page here. Bad Ideas That Have Held On for No Good Reason. That Bad Ideas that are uh, prevalent in culture. Well, things like Things like um, police sketch artists and lineups, as one of them. Uh, the other one was America not switching over to the metric system like the rest of the uh, known civilization. The QWERTY keyboard, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was cool. Speed bumps being a bad idea. Whatever. Anyway. So, yeah, that's a good one, and also probably what I just recently found as I was, like, as I was loading up the uh, PDF uh, the PDF that shows the 
core basic introductory, hey, take this, it's for free, um, RuneQuest book, which, by the way, is like, let's see, where are we? Their free book is 203 pages long, and it's got the character sheets in it, um, and all the, the tables you need to figure stuff out, like character creation and things. Uh, it's pretty damn, it's, it's pretty damn valuable. It, it's great value for, like, the price, which is, uh, click on it and download it. Download it. So, uh, I'm gonna put a link to that, too. Um, I found a set of glasses that have a USB stick hidden in one of the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I don't know what do you call them. The arms. What do you call that part of the eyeglasses that fit over your ear? Yeah, arm. The arms. Yeah. The earpiece. Whatever. That thing. Calvin Klein sunglasses that are two hundred frickin' dollars. Good God! For those of you who want to simulate being a decker, now you can. It's insane, right? It's. I don't know. Maybe maybe Calvin Klein sunglasses go for two hundred dollars anyway without the USB stick. But I'm thinking, you know what? For first of all, it's a four gig USB stick, which is are you kidding me? That for twenty dollars I can get one for sixteen with sixteen gig on it anyway. And it's only one arm. So the right one. The left one is regular, so you only get one USB stick where they could have put two in it for two hundred frickin' I'm old fashioned, I guess. I don't know. No, I I, I, I sit corrected. Because I made that joke and it doesn't really apply because I forgot. You're talking about USB stick. It's like a thumb drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't simulate anything except, wow, look at me. I can pull this out of my glass. That's stupid. Why, why yeah. would you? Why well, would I mean, want that? Well, and it's a convenient place to put one, especially if you're in a place where you wear sunglasses all the time. And Not the for hell. 200 friggin' dollars. No, no. No, for 200, for, for 200 dollars, I could get 10. Put them on, um, I could put ten, uh, paint them funny colors and like glue rhinestones. Where's Nikki? Nikki should be here for this. <laughs> glue yeah. rhinestones to the things and wear it like a, 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 a crazy rock star necklace. And I could put the, I could put a freaking library around my neck. But whatever. <laughs> anyway, I was looking at that, and that led me to. Uh, that led me to a headline that I had to click on, which was giant, horrible monster bug with stinky anal glands found in China. Mm. How do you not click on a link? Depending on how giant giant is, that could be a, the next M Force adventure right there. Well, this one's, I mean, for an M Force adventure, no, not that giant. Maybe a swarm of them would give you a problem. These oh, things no, are no, nearly. No, in my world, the giant one is, it's going to be Kaiju. That's it. Can you imagine a giant kaiju bug wandering down the streets with well, stinky, <laughs> stinky anal glands, glands that would do it, yeah. Particularly interesting, but this fog following him around. Well, the, the pictures they're showing of this sucker would just, I'm sorry, I wouldn't enter my house if I knew one of these was in the house anywhere. Godzilla goes to fight him and the stench makes him back up a few steps and smashing a couple house buildings along the way. Oh, man, yeah. He just turns around and walks away. <laughs> no! <laughs> the only thing to fear more than Godzilla is the giant game player hovering over him, blowing <laughs> <Yeah>. his head. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that. That was great. Just the imagery that produces is like, wow, that's that's terrific. No, this thing is five inches, uh, five inches long. Well, four point nine inches long, and its wingspan can get as wide as eight. And it's got pinchers on the front, that like uh, like the uh, Goliath beetle. So the wow. thing, this is a flying thing that's got pinchers on the front uh, that are that look that are essentially Goliath beetle pinchers, and. They got a picture of it uh, being held in a hand and next to an egg. This sucker is freaking monstrous. It's quite it's, it's a species of the Dobson fly. They're saying here, and so I don't, I don't give a crap what it's called. I would not go near this. I'm going to put it in the chat thing here, or uh, the link rather. Just it's just it's, wow, wow that something like this is alive and flying around. Uh, and it says it's not just in China. It's like you know, in the Americas, everywhere it's in the Americas, but they hang out underwater apparently most of the time, so you're not likely to run into one, which is good. Okay, what's the name of that game that used to be called Rampage? Uh, Terror and Meeple City, I think. Terror and Meeple City. Somebody needs to have who has that game need, and and has a like degree in in wood cutting needs to take a piece of wood and make a. Weevil version, or whatever you call the monsters in that game, of that bug, and make that like another of the monsters that you can you can be if you if you're playing that game. You can, like, <laughs> it, could, it could throw cars with its pinchers, and it has it a special insert. It's this wave of anal gland stench. Yes, it has a special insert in the back where you can put something like Limburger cheese or some crap. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Thing looks like a. Movie prop. It does. Is that insane or what? Yeah. yeah I would have thought this is like you know somebody's um, nightmarish idea of uh, a realistic bug sculpture, but no, apparently it's real. You're from China. As the one they're showing here is, and it's, uh, and they mentioned that it's uh, where the hell it can be found in the Americas, South Africa, and Asia, which is everywhere. Apparently, Europe doesn't have any. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh... Give it time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll start moving north. Probably. That's just gruesome looking. So, okay. Yeah, I'm going to put the uh, link to this in the show notes for this episode as well. Okay. Sorry, I just carried on for a while. What's everybody else going, uh, doing, having, going on and stuff? Are you all moved in, Blangy? No, I'm probably not going to be for another. I'm paying rent and utilities on a house I can't even move into because uh, Zeke is having medical problems. His oh. back hind leg is, he's limping, and we don't know why. They think he might have torn his ACL joint, or I guess that's redundant, since the L is ligament. Ow. Kind of like an ATM machine. But anyway, um... Yeah, so they're not, we're, they're having, they, he got x-rayed yesterday. God, yesterday was hell. Yesterday, we, we took him to get tranquilized, so he didn't get fed in the morning, and that's weird for him. He goes to the vet that he doesn't like, he gets left at the vet that he doesn't like. Oh, God. He's put out, Tran- tranquilized, x-rayed, we finally pick him up, he comes home, and after being home for about three or four hours, 
I don't. He, he went out to pee, came back in, and I don't know whether he got. The vet thinks he must have gotten bit or stung by something, and maybe he had a, a worse reaction than he otherwise would have had because he was already still, you know, feeling the effects of being sedated. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, within five minutes, his face was swollen. He looked like, uh, I mean, he he looked like a schnauzer more than a more than a. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, and uh, he could barely see, um, and his. So we had to call the we had to call the vet and go and she met us back at her office and then he he got a steroid injection and all kinds and some Benadryl and all kinds of crap. So it just was not a good day. Anyway, the point being, wow. if he has to have surgery on his knee, which it looks like he's probably going to, it's an eight week recovery time. I don't really want to move if we stay here. Mrs. Blind Geek has eyes and can watch him more than I can. If we need a car, her car's right there. It just makes more sense from a resource resource standpoint to stay here. Plus, the new place is right, uh, kind of right either not not necessarily on, but next to a hill, which would be kind of a pain going up and down that hill. I was looking mm. forward to it for the terms of exercise for both of us, but but right now with his knee being what it is, it wouldn't be good. And also, it's a townhouse, so. There are two steep flights of stairs separating the bedrooms from the living room, and I would oh, not want him going. Yeah, so it's just all around. Even though it sucks, because I'm, as I said, paying you know over a thousand a month for a place I'm not even. I'm, well, the, yeah, when you factor in utilities and stuff for a place that I'm not even using. But so yeah, there. That's my Man. depressing <laughs> story. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. But the only good news that really that that actually comes out of that is that he doesn't have hip dysplasia. Yep, pretty much. And the good news that he that he's not going to have to retire because if he does this, if they fix the knee joint, then after after the recovery time, he should be ready to continue doing guide work and stuff like that. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. So. So you won't, okay. So you won't be running riot on Amazon and buying piles, piles of uh, of uh, no audio C- <laughs> whatever. You yeah. won't be. <laughs> I won't be buying much of anything because I'll be paying vet bills for the whole season. Uh, uh, so. Damn. Mm. Family. But you know he's worth it. He's family. They yeah. should be treated like family for health insurance. Yeah, that would be nice. Well, and the school has said that they will they will probably be able to help pay for stuff. So, oh, that's good. I'm hoping that'll. That's a good thing too. Yeah. Tommy, well, sorry to say, uh, mm. sorry to say that. Well, <laughs> sorry that he hurt himself that badly, and wow, just to have that kind of complication yesterday that that. Wow. It's yeah. like Joe Pesci on the porch. Is there anything else? Is there anything else we can pile on, on top of this whole situation with the dog? Is there anything? Anything else? Well, we, we, God, I love that movie. That's, uh, oh yeah, that's quotable as hell. That's uh, got to be one of the most quotable movies. I think they should do it. If they ever do a top ten list of quotable movies, that's got to be possibly number one. I don't know. <laughs> There are so many good lines in that movie. Oh, you blend. I'm yeah, yeah, you blend. <laughs> you blend. Uh, yeah. 
I asked you. Would you give a fuck what kind of pants <laughs> son of a bitch you shot you was wearing? <laughs> so, so we I went, wore this ridiculous thing for you. For you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to shut up. Let somebody else talk about what's going on and 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 what's happening. I had a broken wisdom tooth pulled. As I alluded to earlier, it actually wasn't very painful. Good. I mean, it was kind of weird, like like that. That uh, I had a uh, local anesthetic for when they actually pulled it, and then they gave me a prescription for some pain pills, and that. But I didn't need to do it because it hardly even did anything, even after it after the light numbing went off. So, damn. Yeah, that is like the opposite tough, of every. You're just such a tough son bitch. That pain didn't even phase you. <laughs> Mark John Wayne Kenny, right here. Give me the pliers. I'll do it myself. I do it myself. Yeah. I only came here because you got the bucket. I'm supposed to throw it into a ding. Maybe. Maybe. That, that that is that's the opposite that's the opposite of what you hear from everybody that says wisdom tooth uh, in any sentence. I, I, I had to take some ibuprofen at a couple of of points, but it was never anything really bad. And then again, it it's kind of need, probably needed to for a while anyway, and it was all above the 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 gum and in a very good place where you could just plop there and there it is, you know. <laughs> So the opposite of the Mark Twain story. Pretty much. There's some kind of a thing where he talks about... Um, what I remember most is the name of the dentist. He says the name of the dentist was Dr. Tushmacher. <laughs> <laughs> Who couldn't get a tooth out. So he invented a machine that combined the principles of the screw, the lever, the inclined plane, and something else. <laughs> And he hooked onto the tooth and made use of his gizmo and pulled the guy's entire skeleton out. Because <laughs> oh, nice. the tooth was hooked under his big toe. Wow. <laughs> well, that's good. It, you know, what the hell? Uh, if, a, if a dentist looks at x-rays of my teeth and he's two counties away, my mouth hurts. Wow. That was the other thing, is because I'd gone to the dentist. Actually, I finally got dental coverage from through well, through work. So I went in for my first time in 19 years, both because I knew I I, I had I, I I I knew that that wisdom tooth was 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 broken and something would have to be done with it anyway. Mm. But it's also the whole general checkup thing. Yeah. As far other than that, 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 the one thing though, no cavities. Yeah, it's all it was all good. So damn. So oh, you! Very fortunate, as the as the like rest of it goes. Excellent. All right, I'll see you in another years. It was more like six months, but you know. <laughs> yeah, and everything's cool. Then uh, you know, give me the, if you're any of your offspring become doctors, I'll see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, that's not uh, that's 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 good news. Yeah, Andros, what's going on in your corner of the world? Huh? things are actually going pretty good here. Team. Yeah, 
just kind of trying to survive the summer so we can take some trips in the fall. <laughs> it's indeed. Yeah. The, the new cat's uh, adapting very well. Is it, is it the new cat or one of the older cats that scarfs up all your popcorn? I tried not to let them do that. I thought there was a... I'm remembering some kind of visual from two or three sessions ago where... Uh, oh, one of them might have gotten a piece, yeah. Okay. It would I, have been the new one. I had a different visual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had it holding a bowl in its paw and just chowing down with the other one, so... Which is fun, but not likely. Okay. <laughs> wow. No, oh, but everyone... Everyone's doing well right now. All right, good deal. Most excellent. I know. Imagine that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm knocking wood again. Knocking real wood here again. As, as uh, li- uh, listeners may have noticed, uh, yeah, Nikki, uh, as as we knew from last time, because she let us all know she's out in uh, Milwaukee, and we do hope she gets a chance to go to uh, to go to um, where in the hell is it? The safe house. Oh, the safe house? Yes. Okay. The safe house. Um, uh, if she does, great. She'll have stories. If she doesn't, I'm sure we'll hear about other things. So that's cool, too. <laughs> wow. Fonzie's, Fonzie's Garage. Fonzie's Garage is in Milwaukee? It's a classic. Oh. Okay. okay. I guess it ought to be. Oh my god, I, I, when I went to post the notes for last uh, session's thing, it was the first time I saw the Rude Pterodactyl song. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I hesitated about putting it up, and then I thought, you know what? Know, who am I protecting? If you don't want to look at it, don't look at it, but, you know. <laughs> so I'm not going to decide for somebody else what's uh, appropriate or not for them, but... It's extreme. <laughs> the visuals uh-huh. along with the song are pretty extreme, so be warned <clears throat> after having after I already put the thing up, but whatever. Uh, cool. Oh yeah, it can scratch up on the counter. <laughs> As it will. That's what they do. So we're uh, go to the fridge. And there to go to any cupboards you may have. Well, it'll because posi- it can't get back down. Yeah, or it'll <laughs> position itself nearby something expensive and breakable, and wait for somebody to walk by so I can pretend to be startled. Kick <laughs> 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 away from it, knocking it to the floor. Because that's uh, that's another thing they do. And Tom Tom's sitting here right next to me, butting his head into my jaw every once in a while. Because that's wow. what he does. Hopefully he doesn't break break anything. He's a very strong cat. Mm. Yeah, like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I gotta stop looking at this site. This is probably gonna waste a lot the of the giant bug sites. Still, the giant bug site. Because I'm looking at other headlines here, and I was like, I can't start getting into this. We're supposed to be uh, <laughs> we're supposed to be uh, ruining and questing. Oh, that thing. Well, um, yeah, it might be one of those evenings where we're, we're not an hour and a half into the podcast before we start doing something game-related, so uh, <laughs> it, it may actually turn out to be like that. Who knows? 
But I printed out three sheets that I think are at least a part of the character character generation thing. What I didn't do was make sure I had my glasses with me here and something to write with. <laughs> and I think I'm supposed to do it on you scrap know, paper like anyway. Do. Yeah, like you do. Um, and I think I'm supposed to do this on scrap paper, it said, anyway, before you fill in your well, yeah. sheet. So. It's best to do something like that on something temporary and you'll yeah. you know what final stats are. What kind of dice does this thing, does this game... Just uh, sixes. Oh, sweet. Awesome. Okay, let me... I think well, it might be 20s for actual attacks, but for rolling up, we just use sixes. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, three, 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 three D6s per stat if you're, excuse me, if you're a human. Right. And see some, simil- some similarities with basic role-playing, but oh, there yeah. are some differences, too. It's, if, 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 Mark, if you're familiar with the original RuneQuest at all, it's actually very similar to that. Okay. I'm not, actually, but oh, okay. I, but I I know basic role-playing fairly well. Right. Yeah, plus, I'm looking at, like, a major box here that says strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, yeah, yeah, power, yeah, basic, charisma. Basic role-playing from Chaosium. That's exactly right. 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 These things, these things have lasted a good long time. This yeah. bag of dice, the, the pound and a half of dice I got from someplace. Okay, so you, you're on the page where it has which dice to roll for what? Uh, I was, I am not now. Let me, what page is that? Uh, I hope I'm... It's like 12 or 13 thereabouts. I hope I'm looking at... Oh, this is what I did. I scrolled all the way the hell down to find out how many pages it were so I could tell everybody, ooh, look what you get. Now, let's see. Yeah. 12, 10. Luck points, hit points. Oh, I think I went past it. Yeah. It says, dice roll in order. (laughs) So, yeah, basically roll roll the different stats in order. Um... Well, we'll let you rearrange them. Um, any of the three die six ones you can rearrange, and any of the two die six plus six ones you can rearrange. The two d six plus six are for size and intelligence, right? Right. You can swap. You can swap those if you want to. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I'm gonna go AFK here for some. Not AFK. I'm gonna BRB. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna BRB to get my uh, get my glasses and some scrap paper. Okay. Back in a bit. Okay. I didn't think anyone but Mickey had an interest in playing something other than a human in this, right? I kind of I was kind of in intrigued by the by the duck things, but I see that they aren't anywhere in any of the versions of the rule book that I have looked at. They're not in so this. I, I, I can improvise from an earlier version if we need to. Uh I'm I that's alright. I'll go with the human. Okay. Uh, what's interesting about RuneQuest is that there are so many different cultures for the humans that it's mm-hmm. as, it's as interesting as different races in, in another world in the game. Cool. I should probably give. Well, a, I'm off to a good start. Oh, you are good. <laughs> is that being facetious? I my uh, my first 3d6 roll was six. Oh, 
Oh, yes, I have to give you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, that's better. It's always difficult in these games to... You want to make sure that, you know, your characters aren't... don't have stats that are so low that they're useless. But, you right. know, if, if all the stats are high, then there's no challenge. Uh, I'm wondering if I should give you all a basic rundown of the um, the situation at the start of the campaign before uh, you select what culture your characters are from. Okay. Uh, we'll wait till Adam gets back from that. Okay. Bring some pow. Okay, back. Okay. Hope I didn't miss. Hope I didn't miss too much. Well, I, I was just mentioning that there's so many different human cultures to pick from that um, you really don't have to go to a different race to get something that's interesting. Hmm. And uh, I was also going to say that perhaps I should give a general rundown of the um, the situation at the beginning of the campaign before you select your cultures, so that you might get an idea of what, what where you want your characters from, and perhaps where we want the our campaign to be based in. That's an excellent idea. I like that. Okay. So, uh, let me get a find a map here. Helps. The game takes place, in general, in a um, part of the world called Dragon Pass. Uh, it's called this because it was, um, in ancient times, the center of an empire called the Empire of the Worm's Friends. <laughs> My... <laughs> okay, uh, th- there's, our, there's our color commentary. This, uh, <laughs> this hits a funny bone, apparently. Did you tell her that it's spelled W-Y-R-M? Um, <laughs> she has some idea of that, yeah. She says, look, she was looking at me like I was nuts and then started laughing. Hey, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, I, honestly. Somebody, somebody did. Somebody did. <laughs> that's, that's true. Anyway, um, since the downfall of the Empire, um, the area south of Dragon's Pass has mostly been uh, taken over by... Um, uh, barbarian tribes that have slowly built up kingdoms and have cities and whatnot. Uh, they're very similar to uh, uh, Celts or Vikings in personality. Okay? Alrighty. Um, a few years ago, I need to find out exactly how many years ago. It, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, the, this area has actually been invaded by an empire from the north. Very, very Roman-like in character called the Lunar Empire. And so there's a, a bit of a um, 
a little stressed right now because of the uh, area kind of being occupied by an invader, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the first invasion came through, um, some of the people from uh, there's a the main um, kingdom in this area is called Sardar, and a lot of um, a lot of folk from there fled eastward uh, across uh, a, uh, a plain occupied by nomads to a river valley and uh, kind of became exiles in an ancient uh, city on the edge of the river valley. But the empire followed them, <laughs> struck out across the, um, uh, the plains, allied themselves with one of the nomad tribes, which um, the other nomad tribes were very unhappy about because the one tribe switched sides in the middle of the battle. Oh, that's, gonna, that's not convenient. No, no, not, not at all. And um, so the Lunar Empire is really hyperextended at this point. Okay. Okay. So, um, there, there was also many citizens from the Lunar Empire that have moved in to colonize or find opportunism or whatever. So the army is not the only uh, influence. There's also also the possibility of um, well, it's probably not a good. I was going to say it's a possibility for player characters, and uh, that would be some really interesting role-playing opportunities, I suppose, uh, being of the people that have invaded the area. I don't know if you want to try to go there or not. It might be best if uh, everyone was from one of the more local cultures. So those you think maybe playing a character who had been kidnapped or held prisoner by the Lunar Empire for a while. That's certainly possible. Um, so there's the Orlanthi, um, so named from their principal god, Orlanth, that um, are the, um, the barbarian culture in the area. Uh, there's the animal nomads. Um, the, um, the nomads on the plains aren't horse riders. Uh, each tribe is associated with a different animal. So um, the, um, the five principal tribes are the um, uh, sable riders, the um, uh, bison riders, a group that rides like, like a gigantic uh, llama. Uh, let's see, which was the other one? There, there's one that's non-human. They're kind of a um, uh, bipedial humanoid taper, is what they look like. Bipedal and, what? Um, like a taper. Um, P-A-P-I-R. Yeah, that's kind of what they look like. For those ignorant ones, I'm, I'm not. I'm not but, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm but, thinking but, candle. For those who don't know, because you know, there might be some really stupid people out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, for their benefit. For their benefit. Maybe you should uh, describe what a taper is. is. Yes. Taper is. <laughs> he and I, you and I are on the same it's concern. Uh, Blind Geek and I share a kind of concern over this, you see. <laughs> sure, sure. <clears throat> they're kind of pig-like with a short trunk. Oh, they're pig elephants. Yeah. Okay. Or elephants, as I like to Elephants. 
other one. I'm, look, I'm trying to look it up real quick. Well, I have the book here. See, now, now people know they don't have to be embarrassed. That's right. We need to. We just were thinking of them. I was thinking about them this morning on driving into work to tell you, you know. Oh, excellent. To be honest, so. We are bison riders and Impala. Oh, the Impala riders. They're kind of like uh, pygmies, but they, and they ride Impalas. Again. Impala is a small antelope. Oh, okay. And then there are minor uh, tribes, uh, not nearly as um, numerous as the five major tribes. You have the rhino riders, uh, the unicorn maidens, and the zebra tribe. You know, unicorn maidens, are those people who ride unicorns, or is it like a centaur woman? Oh, no, they ride unicorns. Okay. That's a Jeez, these are big plains, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not some small area that separates uh, uh, Sardar from the ancient cities that the refugees went to. This is like a massive area. Uh, well, it, it would have to be, I think, with these many people who are hanging out there. True. So, um... The area between Sardar and the river is actually um, the best of the grazing lands. But on the other side of the river is a much larger area, which is not so good. So um, after the battle, the uh, Sable Riders, by the way, are the ones who um, uh, allied themselves with the Lunar Empire. Okay, I'm going to write Bastages next to them. Okay. and you need to call them names, Adam. Hey, you know what? Changing sides in the middle of a battle, and uh, <laughs> actually, the character I had in mind would probably be one of them, or or wouldn't better an either. I was thinking, I don't know why, but I started reading. You know what? How about I shut up and let you continue? Oh, okay. <laughs> Either way, please, please continue. All right. Um. So the. The, they've got kind of a, a typical um, um, culture. Well, they're, I guess you could describe their culture as being kind of half Mongol and half High Plains uh, Native American. This is the Sable Riders you're talking about? Um, the, the, all, all the tribes. All the nomads. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they share a common culture. So most of the tribes have been exiled uh, east of the river. Though um, there are some still uh, uh, elements, um, can be found pretty much anywhere. Um, that's a possibility for a player character type. Huh. Um, also, the, tow- the townsfolk. Um, Where do the, the ducks come in? The ducks are more from the Sardar area. There's a, there's a great marsh, which is the center of their culture. And uh, in case you're wondering, um, in they, the origin of the ducks are kind of uh, obscure. They're not sure whether they were actually a um, uh, variety of ducks that have somehow uh, lost the ability to fly and, uh, and become intelligent, or they were perhaps a tribe of humans that were somehow cursed in ancient times. Hmm. But yeah, you think Donald Duck or Howard the Duck, that's pretty much what they look like. <laughs> I'm a master of quack foo. Yeah. I know I'm in the vast minority, but I love that movie. <laughs> I did too, actually. <laughs> uh, 
let me see. Uh, I'm going to go and find the Nostalgia Critic uh, treatment of that one. He's, he, he's probably done it. One of, yeah. one of those reviewers has. I'm pretty sure he did. I just, I, I can't remember. It must have been one of the very first ones I looked at. Yeah, he looked for stuff. images for Glorantha Duck on, on uh, Google and look, look at the pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of them are quite hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm sure he rips that thing apart, and I just don't. I don't care. <laughs> That's part of the fun. There's plenty. Yeah, I, I can't argue with anything he'll have to say, but I still there's something about it. Okay. Focus, Eric. Focus. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> So some of the defining factors of um, a character in this game are, um, well, race, of course, culture, and um, the the religious cult that a character follows. Let's see. Uh, There are, I I think you've noticed, there are different uh, magic systems in the game. And um, the magic systems tend to be cultural. So let me see what we've got here. So, for example... uh, find it. Oh, there it is. If I don't keep going past the page anyway. Okay. Starring equipment, folk magic. Oh, okay, here we are. Uh, so folk magic is pretty much universal. Um, Sometimes, you know, even sometimes a farmer might know one or two folk magic spells to help him out on, on, on the homestead. Um, animism is uh, mostly um, practiced in the, in the primitive areas. Uh, it's uh, kind of dealing with uh, controlling and summoning, summoning and controlling spirits, or ancestor spirits. Uh, let's see. Uh, mysticism is a very Eastern sort of thing. It's not common at all in this area. Uh, the people on the far east side of the wastes are, is that's the land where that's most uh, pre- pre- prevalent. Yes. Uh, let's see. Sorcery is a very uh, Western uh, form. It's uh, also not very common in this area. And a lot of the Orlanthi and uh, animal nomads are uh, follow various devotions from um, various gods and great spirits. And there are I have to find a list of these things for you because um, let's see, I don't think it's in this book, is it? Character creation summary. Ooh, that's that could be important. We'll find that again. Uh, if I remember right, I think they included two of the magic systems uh, and left the rest of them out in this particular, in the free edition here. Oh, okay. I, I have a version that might have more. So let's see. Or they included three and left out all the rest. I I, I know that uh, they 
they mention that uh, for the complete in the complete edition, you get all the magic systems. Right. I mean, there's certainly nothing that prevents you. I mean, you've got the book. You're running the game. There's nothing that prevents you from uh, doing an overview. That's not a problem. That's true. That's true. I'm just trying to make sure uh, this is set up a little differently from the version I have, so I want to make sure that I see see how they change the magic systems. I haven't reviewed that yet, actually. <laughs> That's probably a good thing to do. Priest, sailor, thief, warrior, right? Very Occupations; those provide extra skills. Uh, based on maybe something you were trained in before you became an adventurer. Hmm. Wow. Proper weapons. Points. How excellent. They're like yum-yums. Oh, what, did, what did you call them? Oh, they're luck, luck points. Oh, luck points, okay. I was saying oh, it yeah. looks like it's something similar to yum-yums. That's got its own big... It's got its own big-ass circle at the top of the character sheet. Right. I hate to do this, guys. Before we get too much into I, I need to take a quick bio break. I'll, sh- okay. I'll shoot I'll be right back. I figure it's better to do it now than before we really get embroiled here. Right. No worries. I just need to send you guys a, uh, a link to uh, a page describing the... Uh, um, Various religious pantheons. Uh, I think it would be too involved to just talk you all through it. <laughs> That's fine, sure. And one of the reasons it's called Rune Quest is because each of the different um, cults has associated runes with it. So. Runes, there they are. Okay. Folk magic. Yeah, I have to double check this because the magic system was really very important in the original version of this game since pretty much everybody was a combined fighter and magic user to some extent. That can't get complicated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It depends what you're doing. Wow. Uh, the, the different magic things only have... Well, you only have so many magic points also. So... Let's see. I don't suppose you need echolocation. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, I guess you might. You never know. Okay. I'm zeroing in on the uh, section I want to look at. Somebody's somebody's got a fluorescent light hovering over their microphone, <clears throat> or an electric fan. Or a cat that swallows uh, 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 an electromagnet. No. Or. <laughs> no, no, it's actually quiet here for a change. Or it's me. Oh, it went away. Okay. That's good. Okay. When a buzz goes away, that's a good thing. Florence the duck. <laughs> Florence the duck, yeah. 
it's interesting seeing the the, the ducks wearing uh, Roman armor. While we're in uh, while we're in a pause for research here, just so uh-huh. folks know, this is uh, this is for the benefit of the listeners. This is RuneQuest. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing this is uh, 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 version six, I think you said. Uh, yeah, mostly version six. Developed and written by Pete Nash and Lawrence Whitaker, based on material originally created by Steve Perrin, Ray Turney, Warren James, and Steve Henderson. I see also among the credits, and you folks can see too, because there's going to be a link for downloading the um, paired back free version, the great big, great bit of honking 203 page paired back free version, um, that Fred Hicks was involved in this too, uh, in design and layout, Fred Hicks and Lawrence Whitaker. Um, so that's, uh, that's what we're into here now, in case we didn't mention it yet. <coughs> And there I'm done. I only said that because I saw it right in front of my face and figured, hey, credits. Yay. So you were looking for, what was it? You were looking for something that oh, uh, gives I, a layout of the magic systems? Right. I was just reviewing that to see um, how much we have to go over uh, at the beginning here. Um Is it help you? Would it be helpful if you know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm. <clears throat> I had a preconception for sure. uh, for a character that is. It it didn't require a lot of imagination on my part, but okay. I'm going to infuse him with a little bit more. Uh, probably going to try and infuse him with a little bit more. I guess it depends on how I roll, though. Yeah, I wanted to make. I wanted to make a mercenary character very much like Jane. Okay. Jane of the uh, 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 wearing, um, Jane of the hat wearing variety. The uh, <laughs> interesting hat. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe maybe well, not quite as amoral, or maybe even more uh, mercenary than he is. Who knows? But that kind of character, somebody who's like, okay, I'll go anywhere that, uh, go anywhere and kill anyone or anything, uh, it, uh, so long as, uh, it's not too, too dangerous and there's plenty of money involved. So he'd pretty much be very interested in, um, uh, some of the announcements of, uh, work. The Lunar Empire is actually hiring locals to do jobs for them. He'd probably be very interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Get good with the authorities. It's always better than being chased around by the army. <laughs> hey, they sometimes they have the sometimes they they can put you in touch with people that have the nicest toys. Yeah. Or the most lucrative jobs. Sure. All right. Sorry about that. No worries. Okay. Ah, that's the name of the city. Okay, the city uh, on the river valley is called Pavis. Okay, I'm sorry. Say again. P-A-P-I-S. 
P-A-V-I-S, okay. Yes, that's probably a good location for uh, our campaign, even. It's uh, out on the frontier, and uh, lots of interesting uh, different peoples and possibilities um, for adventure. There is a saloon? Uh, very likely, yes. Cool, okay. Uh, Abyss is particularly interesting because um, it, it's a, uh, a fair-sized city that's built up against a gigantic wall of a far larger ruined city. Wow. Let's see. How long? I know you said a few years, but you weren't sure. Let's see. In, in, the, in the grand scheme of time, I don't even care about specific number of years. I'm just curious. Is it like, are we talking like 10 to 15 years or three years? I mean, you know, that's... About 10 years. Okay. Um, let me see. So... I don't know why he didn't seem to want it. So about 15 years ago, the Lunar Empire conquered the kingdom of Sardar. Uh-huh. And then about... And then about seven years ago, um, the Lunar Empire invaded Cracks, defeated the Nomad Army, and captured Pevis. Okay. Ten years so, ago. So, yeah, so the world's been occupied roughly seven to ten years. Okay. Beside the point, not besides. <laughs> so I just just south of Dragon's Pass, and the whole bar- the barbarian kingdom of Sardar conquered 15 years ago, and ten years ago, east over the plains and into Pappas, ten-year right. occupation. Okay. Okay, so... So the, um... Uh... The big ruin, the gigantic ruined city, is known as the Big Rubble. I don't believe it has any other name that anyone knows. Wow! Uh, it was apparently a giant city at some point. Hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, now I remember why Pavis Pavis actually was built here originally. Uh, by a group that was taking advantage of um, these large ships that were uh, started coming down from the mountains, sailing down the river and out to the open ocean. That apparently they were uh, ripe for plunder. So people just kind of showed up here and started becoming pirates, and uh, <laughs> and, the, and the city built up around around the trade. Dude, this game's got everything. It's like Western, pirates, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But the but one one of these hasn't come down in a very long time. Um, but the uh, um, the big rubble still contains uh, mostly a, a great deal of mysteries. Only part of it has uh, really been uh, colonized by the people from Pavis as a kind of a um, as farmland. 
and they also keep the uh, breeding stock of the the the, uh, the zebra the zebra mounts, which are not like earth zebras. They actually can be ridden by people. They're, a, they're kind of a half zebra, half horse hybrid that they've been coming up with to try and gain um, and to try and form like their own tribe to gain um, some respectability with the animal nomads. Their animal nomads are still very leery of this whole introducing a new animal sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, the animal nomads won't touch or eat a horse. They, uh, but they will kill them whenever they see them, which is one of the reasons why uh, the people from Pavis are, are, are involved in the, the zebra program. <laughs> All right, that's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I mean, if they keep killing your horses, it pays not to have horses, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of like you know the animal uh, sables, bisons, llamas. Um, wait a minute, what does the tapers well, tapers ride? I forgot. Um, they they don't ride. They don't ride. Okay. No. Um. And then there's impala riders. The tapers, they're very. There's a very peculiar story about how the uh, animal nomads came into being. That uh, in ancient times the uh, the land was once a gigantic garden. And um, when evil came into the world, they call it chaos. When chaos came into the world, yeah, it kill, it basically started killing off, off the garden, and people had to learn new ways to live in order to survive. So back in those days, the people and the animals were all intelligent. They all talked. Basically, they were all people. Hmm. And, and so um, uh, you're going to love the name. So, so uh, a, a, um, a a great spirit came along and said he would be their god and he would teach them how to live. And his name was Waha. Oh. So he had them all draw lots. Okay, and the winners of the lottery would be the people, and the losers would be the animals, the, basically the beasts, the prey, uh, the mountains, that sort of thing. Right. So. Um, the, um, the, the taper people, which are actually called the Morkan, uh, claimed that the humans mostly cheated, since all but one of the human tribes won, and all but one of the animal tribes lost. Huh. Okay, with me so far? Uh, I think so. Okay, so the, uh, the Morkan have beasts which look uh, disturbingly like humans. <laughs> okay, but they they eat grass. They are not intelligent, and they harness them up to like chariots that they ride around on. Oh, That's very disturbing. Yes, <laughs> like I said, there's a lot of a lot, a lot of um, mythology and stories in this game. That's why one one of the reasons why I was describing this is the game that Joseph Campbell would have created if he had created a game. Everybody's an archetype. Everybody's an archetype. Um, oh, there are also a few groups wandering around that are um, primitive peoples that are associated with the, with a totem animal. And um, you'll find these 
groups all over the world. You know, in the, in the north, uh, there are various tribes that have uh, bears. As the bears are their friends, and they h- help them hunt and that sort of thing. Um, there's a group uh, nearby in, in the vicinity that are associated with with wolves. Um, there's even rumors that they can turn into wolves if they need to, but they basically consider the wolf. They consider the animals to be um, family. They're like their brothers or cousins. So there's the the bear tribe, the wolf tribe. Um, there's also a lion tribe in Prax, and um, you know down near the coast you'll find the turtle tribe and things like that. They're different from the uh, the animal nomads. You know, they their animals are members of the tribe, not beasts of burden like the uh, animal nomads have. Huh. So, you know, just more more local color, I suppose. <laughs> and these are not, uh, th- these are still losers of the lottery. They don't talk, they're just... Oh, no, 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 no. These, 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 are, these, these weren't, uh, didn't have anything to do with that. They went a completely different path. Oh. Um, these, these peoples um, have a, um, uh, coexist with their animals. But the, the animals don't talk. I don't think they do anyway. Okay, they just don't, they don't follow that particular myth. Right, and, okay. but they do worship a great spirit, which is like the the uh, um, the perfect um, version of their totem animal. Oh, cool! Yeah. So, uh, given all this, who are we? Um, what I, I was going to suggest is either uh, exiles from Sardar. Or locals from um, Prax of one sort or another. Um, townsmen from Pavis is a, is a good possibility. Um, I missed where Prax is. Where is Prax? Prax is, is the uh, the plains where the animal nomads live. Oh, okay. Okay. Prax. Um, yeah. Oh, I remember. Uh, one of the reasons why they hate horses is there actually is a horse tribe that uh, is far in the north. Um the entire northern part of the plains are run by the horse tribes. So there's always been warfare between the horse tribes and the animal, and the animal nomads. Okay. Of course, there had to be a reason why they dislike horses, right? Yeah. And the uh, Orlamthi, they're the barbarian types, right? Uh, yes. Um, civilized barbarians. Is there another kind? Okay, so which of the cultures does that fall under then uh those are the either either one or um the or, the the, uh, the 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 orlanthi yeah um well they're basically the orlanthi culture yeah uh, i mean the, i mean as far as the character creation here and that it has both oh. civilized and barbarian uh could be either Oh, I guess they'd mostly. Okay. Be, I guess they mostly be civilized. The barbarians are are more like the animal. Oh, those, they're nomads. Yeah, it could be either. Okay. This has more to do with lifestyle, really. Okay, so this bard that I'm working on then could still fit under barbarian. Yes, that would awesome. be a barbarian. Oh, maybe. Or a barbarian. That's a little easier to say. Eric here. <laughs> <laughs> How could you tell? Easy. <laughs> Blind geek has arrived. Okay. Yep. He could even be a Hanna barbarian. Yes, he could. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. wow. 
bar- barbarian, barbarian coast. Oh, man. That's a local California joke, I suppose. And for one of your um, professions, you could even be a barber. How barbaric. How barbaric. <laughs> yes. That made a female can name it Barbara, so it's Barbara the Barbarian Barber. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right. This is very silly now. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, but, uh, Although if you had a female barbarian, you'd have to name her Hannah out of principle. That's right. <laughs> and it comes full circle. That's right. Ooh, double sixes. I'm going to keep that and use it later. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, God, do I want to play a magic user? Because it sounds very intimidating. This is very intimidating. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's the only problem with the animal nomads is you have this animal. If you if you have an animal, then you have to deal with that. And you know you can't take them everywhere. What are you gonna do? Put them in a stable? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Okay, Mark's thinking of a bard. Yeah. Adam, do you have any character? What are your character ideas? Yeah, I'm still pretty much. That? I'm still pretty much a mercenary, a la Jane. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. Oh, another list of action points, damage, experience. Holy crap! I found another list. <laughs> yeah, oh dear. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. See story looks on page well. We go ahead and just go down the um, uh, the character creation summary to make sure we're all in the same place. That would be good. I could even like maybe roll numbers or find out numbers okay. as we go. Should I do the Should I do the, the 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 standard the strength con size dex thing like to begin with? Yeah. Do you need those base numbers to start with? Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. We've already been working on character concepts, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I need concepts. Six foot Did you say 12. you had one? Here? Um, no, not. I'm. I. Well, if he's playing Jane, so we're gonna have a thug, a bard, and. Um. I suppose there should be some sort of. Well, if you're thinking of like a spell user of some sort, there's um. Um, you could do priest, mystic, um, shaman. Ooh, shaman. There you go. That would be very interesting. Um, shaman, do you have in this game the ability to kind of imbue your... Like, if I have a bear totem... I can take on some of the bear-like qualities, or is that outside the scope of how this works? You think you could like be a shaman of the bear tribe, maybe? Well, bears are pretty badass. I mean, yeah. Well, you could you could also do a shaman of one of the animal nomads tribes. (laughs) Could be a barbarian. A bar, yeah, like (laughs) a um, you know shaman of the bison tribe or the rhino tribe. Hmm. The rhino tribe. Hmm. Yeah. You that don't necessarily get a rhino, but you know that, that they're your peeps. I was going to say that would make me a Tuscan Raider of sorts. 
Those are more like uh, the, the the wild boar riders. Actually, are kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. A which, horn, not tusks. Right. Which, which, by the way, there are wild boar riders, <laughs> but you would want to be one, really. Okay. Uh, okay. So you want to look at page one ninety seven, animus. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Have fun editing this, Mr. Five. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, we'll see. Oh, wait, 197. 197 is index that I was flying on. Oh, let's have a look at Wikipedia. I think they have an actual good article on what I'm trying to find. Cats are on. Yeah, I was just making sure the cat's not getting in anything he shouldn't. <laughs> you said 197, was that the essentials or the full? In the, the full version. Oh, whoops, can we get. Okay, yes, that's what I'm running off here. Oh, and something interesting, I don't think I, I uh, mentioned upon the, uh, the elves. Uh, they're a group of. Um, uh, I think there's three or four different types known as they're uh, under the category of the Aldriami. They're actually plant people. Hmm. They're kind of like, I guess they're kind of like short ends. <laughs> is that all elves or just one group of them? Well, you have the, the elves, the dryads, uh, the, um, um, there's another sort which are kind of like, Pygmy elves, I guess. I can't remember what they're called at the moment. And there's the trolls, of course, which are uh, very interesting. I used to like playing a troll sometimes. I think one of my longest played characters I used to play was a dragon newt. I did this for additional reading. Oh, dig it, it's got a map. Yep. That's the world map. The, um, uh, the part we're playing in is actually like in the center of the northern continent. Ooh, I think I want to be a miner. What would we mine? Oh. I could be Big Bad. A major miner or a minor miner? I, I could be Big Bad John. Big Bad John. Um... Oh, a shaman is... Okay. I think I'm looking at the wrong thing here. I'm looking at... Hang on, let me keep going down. Yeah. I was, oh, there we go. I was on the wrong... I was on page 196. Not oh, okay. Sorry yeah. about that. Okay, because my... PDF thing was one off. Here we go. Animism. 
trying to find a description of um, the the cultures religion for the area we're in, but um, it's uh, all I'm coming up with is uh, listings for old books. Uh, let's see. I know. Okay. okay. My only concern about possibly playing a shamanic character is that it talks about how there's a lot of negotiating and combat and trips into the spirit world. Hmm. I do not want to be the the decker of <laughs> of the party because if, depending on how it's handled, my one big gripe with Shadowrun is that, and I don't know how they ever addressed this in the first edition, which is the one I'm most familiar with. I don't think they really did. The idea that the decker has to do their decking, and while they're doing their decking, everybody else in the group gets to go get a pizza or something. Right, right. Um, I think you're correct in that is that that part mostly happens um, uh, kind of in between in the adventure. Okay. Um, or or during downtime, really, for the others. Um, okay. So but I don't. So so. What you what, what what basically what you do is you have your your spirit bindings right your your, your fetish with your spirit bindings okay and that um, when you're actually in combat you can release the spirits to do their thing in real time okay so the all the, the, the negotiation binding part is all done ahead of time it's off screen so to speak yes pardon me okay so I just didn't want to be the one responsible for grinding the game to a halt for everyone else while we focus on no, no, okay, I, cool. I, yeah, good, I, good, good. I understand. Yeah, so, okay. right. Okay, cool. Cause, all right, let me keep reading here. Mm-hmm. Something here doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, what's that? Seems kind of unfair, honestly. Oh. Damage modifier. Oh, the one for strength plus size? Yeah, I got a strength of 12 and a size of 12. Add them together, I get 24. I look in the table, my damage modifier is zero. Well... Which bites? Well, the damage modifier is meant for um, uh, creatures as well as people. Uh huh. So you know you're going you're to fight something that's large. It's going to definitely have more of a damage modifier. You know, like an elephant. Okay, I'm looking at the table a little more closely here. If I'd gotten lower than twenty-four, if I'd gotten lower than twenty-one, I'd have negative damage modifiers. Right. And, when, and look at what the maximum is for for you for a human. Um, what was it? Um, you three was it three dice six? Uh, for yeah. So Wait. so thirty two is the thirty is thirty two yeah as the maximum possible. It's strength. Well, you get size from two d six plus six. You get strength from three d six. As right, far as right. getting the original numbers go. So that's, that's still 18 each. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so without some sort of, uh, you know, in, enhancement, that's the maximum damage modifier that a human can get anyway. Oh, 1d6 plus, plus 1d6. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's meant to, uh, for possible, uh, Hostile animals or monsters as well as people. Okie doke. Well, you know, looking at it again, I'm glad I don't have less than zero, so I should just, like, count my blessings here. That's right. (laughs) 
I wish Seven Skies were laid out like this. I would have been able to... <laughs> well, sorry, it's telling me right here, this is what you do. Here's the table, here's the numbers to add. This is what you do. Thank you. This is nice. Well, I think that was one of our, our criticisms of it, because it was a really interesting game that really wasn't laid out well. Oh, it's a fascinating world and a terrific concept. But, like, all the different specifics of it were scattered like... Never mind. I won't even go into it. Whatever. Well, we, we've been there. We've been there. Accentuate the the positive. I'm finding out that I can pull up web browsers and all that without messing up the uh, without making Skype go crazy anymore. Another That's good. very cool thing. Another very cool thing. What is my jaw? <laughs> Character jaw. Jaw, dude. My character experience my experience modifier is also zero. Wow, I'm like right in the middle of the road on everything here. Didn't you? Uh, did you say there were numbers we could switch? I forgot which ones are those. Um, the, the the ones that have the same dice convention, you can switch around. Yeah, I'm just gonna take what I got in order. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna fry my own. My brain is fried already. I sat, I sat down with a fried brain. I'm not going to go any further with it. I'll just take the numbers that I got in order. That's fine. All right, so experience modifier zero. Healing rate. Where's that character creation summary you were, you're referring to? Oh, what page was that on? Let me see. I'm on, on, the, uh, on the essentials. It's page nine. Okay, good. Use that. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, Adam, uh, you said you're kind of a uh, mercenary sort of character. Yeah, opportunistic, not particularly, uh, not 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 possessing a high moral standard. Got an int. Of, uh, originally, when I rolled, uh, I, I didn't pay attention to it, and I rolled three d six to get the int instead of two d six plus six. And my early my three d six was twelve. Now it's down to nine. So it already changed. What am I looking for next year? Healing rate. Healing rate. That's con. Okay. So unless my healing rate is one, I am not a power character here. This yet there's always the possibility of building up the character over time. That's a good thing. What is my highest thing here? My highest thing here seems to be strength and size, and those are both twelves. So I didn't get real high. I didn't get really high rolls on anything in particular, which. Um, which makes for uh, some humorous possibilities to get my ass kicked. <laughs> we'll see. Wow, 
my character sucks. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you have are your stats way too low? Uh, no, I, I guess they're just average. Well, one is low. Strength is low. Do you want to you want to move them around? Strength is six. Um, no. Well, that's true. But you're your type of character. You don't necessarily need that high a strength. Right, right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you want your mental abilities to be. Uh, they don't make. They don't make the character out. really old. That'll kind of explain the. Uh, oh hell! Well, no. Well, you know what? <laughs> My constitution is also six. Aha. So that kind of goes together, I guess, in a way. Um, power. This is the one I need. Come on, guys. This is the one we need. Big. Oh. Come on. Come on, sixes. Come on. Baby needs a new pair of spells. <laughs> I was just thinking something like that. Okay. Oh, dice fell on the floor. Uh, I have to re-roll that one. I don't even know what it was. Okay. I don't even know. Oh, okay. What's the other six? Oh, great. My other six is in intelligence, not constitution. Um... My constitution is 11. I think I'm going... Oh, wait. I did that wrong. Hold on. Okay. Because I forgot. For pa- for uh, power and charisma, you don't roll 3d6. You roll 2d6 plus 6. That's right. So let's just hang on a second. Now, I rolled... Now, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'll just re-roll. That's okay. Up. That's probably best. All right. 2d6 plus 6. I will laugh my butt off if the final result is still 13. Nope, it's 12. Okay. Alright, well. (laughs) Both 12. I've got strength 6, con 11, size 11, dex 12, intelligence 6, power and charisma, both 12. Alright, well. I don't think these, this, this character is going to be me. Oh well. Did you roll a minion too? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Powers, mine, seven, seven. Oh, two luck points. Goody for me. Okay. Okay. Where are we at now? I've got, I'm down to movement rate and strike rank. Okay. The, pretty much, I think I got the rest of the numbers. Interesting, they distribute hit points uh, over your entire body. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a hit location thing. It also depends on, you can have different uh, armor values in each location as well. Ooh, we haven't even gone shopping yet. Nope, nope, nope. Base movement rate for humans is six meters. The armor is going to be important to keep track of too, because you might run into a gorp. Oh wait a second! Dang it! Do you need to redo your character? (laughs) No, I'm well, kind of, because for some reason I, in one part of the page, it said that power and charisma were rolled with two d six plus six, but then in the example it says human characters roll size. So who rolls power in... Uh, ah! Okay, so 
It but might I'm just not be the way it's laid out there. Yeah, my screen reader screws with this mm. kind of thing pretty. Um, Tell you what, do you want to try the alternate alternate uh, point distribution system? <laughs> no, I'll take. I mean, I'm not complaining about the. I mean, I'll take what I got. I just was trying to figure out because, um, yeah, uh, well, hmm. No, you know what? I'll leave it alone because if I make my intelligence and size 12 and 12, then my charisma and power are going to be 6 and something else. So, right. I'll just, uh, though I might switch my intelligence and constitution around because no, you you can you can switch intelligence and size, and uh, but you can't switch those with anything else. But uh, all the other well, ones you can switch switch with each other. Well, if I'm not playing a human, uh, well, uh, if, could, uh, if, what they mean if you're playing a human, you use three dice six uh, for uh, for a dwarf or something else. You might use different dice. It's not that um, well. It's not that the. Um, I'd have to look at it. Um, that's, that's true. For a different, um, if you were playing a dwarf or an elf or something like that, you're, you would probably use different dice for different stats, right? Right. Oh, so it's not like only humans, everybody else uses the power. Okay. Right. Well, it's not like D&D where you'd get like a plus or a minus in different stats. Uh, they actually use different amounts of dice, or different dice voting conventions for different stats. Okay. Well, then... See, like I take it. Dwarf is strength is uh, two dice six plus nine, for example. Okay. Uh, all right, then let me switch these. Okay. Because my all right, all right, all right. Well then, that being the case, I'm going to. I'm a big wait. Okay, size twelve and intelligence. Yeah, twelve's average for that. Is also. 12. Okay. My power is 11 and my charisma is 6. Wow! You're one ugly mother. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Andros. Yes. I've got a dex of 10 and an intelligence of 9. This is telling me strike rank, strike rank is the average of dex and intelligence. Um, do I round up or round down by uh, dividing 19 by 2? Or do I need to round at all? Can I have a point five? In this case, it would be, uh, wait a minute, 9 or 9 is 18. It would be uh, 9.5 unless I round up or down. Um. 9.5, you can round up. Cool. My strike rank is 10. I had to skip over movement because, uh, movement rate because it got a little too complex trying to find what that was. It didn't have a, it didn't have a straight, flat out formula for it because apparently there's different gates. It's also affected by armor and stuff like that. So, like I said, I have it uh, blank right now. So, that could be figured out later, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Okay. So, um, 
how are you doing, Mark? Are you up to? Um... Actually, I'm I I've kind of gotten up to skill points, and I'm and I'm waiting for everyone else to make sure that I that I got to that right. Okay, so, good. I'm just kind of I mean I'm I'm counting on my BRP knowledge at this okay. point, but kind of waiting for everybody else at this right now to. Oh my god! So. I'm mm. at the top of the list of skill points. Do we all have all of these, or, or... Yes, I think so. Let me see here. Yeah, you, you start out with, the, with, with the certain bases, and then you get to add points later on based on your culture and your uh, profession, based, and, 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 and your career, rather, uh, based on, 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 on what those give you. Holy crap. If, I, if I'm getting that right. And the points don't go nearly as far as you think they might. So. <laughs> Athletics, boating, brawn, conceal, holy crap. It's, it's not a bad idea to be um, try to be balanced in everything you think you'll need, because uh, uh, I think as you actually use them, let me see, I have to double check uh, how you level up your skills. In the old version of this... Um, the more you used a skill, the more likely it was to go up. Well, that's that the way work PRP works anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Of course, I don't see the like little checkboxes on this sheet, so I don't know. No. Okay. That's dead air. Okay, we can deal with that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Easy to edit. Oh no problem. Yes, it is actually. <laughs> it's an easily recognizable part of the waveform, and actually helps helps in selection for noise removal too. Native perception. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so when you roll for a skill check, you roll 1d100, and if you roll equal to or less than, you succeed, and if you roll more than, you fail. Mm -hmm. Any roll of 1 to 5 is always a success, any roll of 96 to 100 is always a failure. And there's critical rules and all that, too. Criticals and fumbles. Oh, isn't that fun? Well, this is good. The skills are starting to look at least in higher numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least they add up nicer looking. Yes, I do. I've got a sing of 18. Good for me.
my. Oh, crap. What happened? My endurance is ten. I've got a constitution of five. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Okay, well, you'll have that. We'll have to figure what that's good for. Or bad for, as the case may be. I guess I have to bring my own bottled water everywhere. Well, depending on your backgrounds and that, you may have be able to up it with some skill points coming up. Actually, I've only really got mine provisionally spent. I've still got all my numbers for the skill points spent here separated out because I want to find out about this about these combat styles. That um, is kind of something you select. Um, yeah, I just I just haven't found a, 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 a lot of detail as far as what each of those styles consists of, and that's so I wanted to wait until we got to that and. Okay. See what you had to say about that. Okay, well, I, I can start talking on that. Let's say you had a gladiator character, mm-hmm. and, and your uh, fighting style was um, trident net. Okay, mm-hmm. so that gives you the ability to use trident net for you know stabbing with your stabbing, blocking, entangling. Those would all be part of your fighting style. Okay. You know, if you were just something like a pikeman, that's a bit simpler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do the ones that they have listed on the cultures here have any particular definition in the rules here, or...? Uh, nope. Huh. Not that I've noticed. That's interesting. It is. It's kind of the weird thing about this game so far, from just how much I've read so far. Modifier. I don't see a damage modifier chart here. Where the hell is it? I got it in front of me. What's your strength plus your size? Uh, hang on. Eighteen. Eighteen. From sixteen to twenty, uh-oh, your damage modifier is minus one D2. What does that okay. mean? What? Minus one? That's what the chart says here, minus one D2. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's one or two. <laughs> Flip a coin, I guess. Right. Flip a coin, um, high, low, on a six-sided die, that sort of thing. Or if you have one of those D2s from the old Serenity game. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> have you looked at the new Firefly game? Well, no, I have Barbara not, White's but I, I have no... Uh, Sorry. I haven't personally, but uh, but uh, Carol's run it a, a bunch, and, and and she really likes it. So Yeah, it looks much more uh, Firefly-ish. When you, when you, uh, not that there was anything wrong with Ser- with the Serenity game, it just it seems like mm-hmm. to me, if uh, only going by reading the Gen Con exclusive thing that that came out, it seems like it captures the flavor uh, in the actual mechanics more. 
Whereas to me, the rule, the book, uh, Serenity captured the flavor, but as far as mechanics, it seemed like it was just much more a traditional type. Um, I mean, with, you know, you had life points and this and that with the, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and this one, it more factors in, it's much more fate like, and mm-hmm. it seems like it emulates the, uh, the show better in that respect. I, I would love to try playing it sometime. Yeah. Cause you know, we don't have enough already on our <laughs> pile of I games. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Ah. Okay, let's see. On the character sheet, it's showing the body uh, laid out for hit points with head, chest, abdomen, legs, etc. But it also shows AP. Is that action points? Armor points. Oh, armor points. Okay. I think I might have caught up with Mr. K here so far as the skills thing went. Okay. And what comes, let's see, what comes after that then? The combat styles and uh, professional skills and passions and things. There's nothing. Le- there's nothing. Uh, doesn't seem to be anything specifically laid out. Combat also a basic percentage equal to strength plus dex. Okay. Uh, for example, what do you mean? Combat style. Uh, characters learn combat styles as part of their cultural profession, as described in the following chapter. Oh, it's a whole chapter. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> Can somebody please help me with these charts? This is just being, this is just ridiculous. I mean, just because my screen reader is messing with the layout, I have an app on my phone that would help, but I don't really want to drag it out and have to load the book into it and everything else. No worries. What, what numbers are you looking for? Uh, the experience modifier. Experience Oh, let me roll up here. Text size. Nope, I'm past it. I'm past it. Action points. Experience modifier. Your character, your cha is what? Uh, cha is... <laughs> six. <laughs> six or less. Experience modifier, negative one. Ooh. Okay. And healing rate. How do I do that? Healing rate was, uh, <laughs> healing rate was, uh, where the hell is it? Oh, a constitution, which is 11. I know it's uh, based on your con. Between 7 and 12, healing rate is 2. Alright, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go down this list. Yeah, uh, that's fine, keep going. Height and weight. Alright, height and weight, you have to determine a body type that you prefer. What is your size? Uh, my size is twelve. Your size is twelve. Oh, so is mine. Uh, you need to select whether you'd like to be lithe, 
a medium build or a heavyweight? Oh, let's do with a strength of six. <laughs> strength of six heavyweight. Somebody anyway. needs to give me some chocolate so I can pass <laughs> this spell. No, I'm not going to do that. Whatever. I don't know. What do you want to do? Oh. Spinach, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do live. Okay, the numbers underneath the column uh, for live uh, with a size of 12 are in kilograms 56 60. Alright, let's say 58. And okay. uh, the height is uh, 171 175. Is that inches? That can't be. You'd be 10 feet something around. Right. 96 inches is 8 feet tall. Maybe it's... Oh, yeah, it is centimeters. It says right at the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 171-175 centimeters. Let's say 173. Okay. Hit points. Hit points. Character's hit points. Blah, 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 blah. What is your constitution added to your size? 12 plus 11, so 23. 23, 23, 23, 23. Okay, it's divided into 1, 2, 3. Well, uh, head, chest, abdomen, each arm, and each leg. Okay. So let me know when you're set up for head. Okay, head. Uh, head should be five. Okay. Chest should be seven. Abby? Abby should be six. Okay. Four per arm. Okay. And five per leg. Okay. All right, luck points. Your what is your power? My power is eleven. Eleven. Seven dash seven between seven and twelve. Your luck points are two. And magic points. Magic points. Magic points are equal to their pow. Oh. Okay. Pow is your magic points. I will be right back. Okay. And movement rate. No guys. I haven't even figured out myself yet, so I'll have to wait. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then strike rank. What the hell is all right? Here it is up here. Strike rank. Average of dex and int. So it's dex plus int divided by two, I guess. That's twenty-four. So uh, yeah, twelve. All right then. Okay. It's interesting that you get magic points whether or not you choose to be a magic 
user. I think it's because everyone has the potential of using at least some magic. The power is within you. Right. Hmm. See, like, um, like Anna, um, your, your, your character's a mercenary, so you probably follow a mercenary cult. And in being a member of that group, uh, you may have certain magic spells that are taught to you. Oh, cool. Good. Damn well better. <laughs> yes. I was just like, yeah. Right, so, uh, like, um, I'm, uh, I'm precisely average. I am very much an average guy with a slightly lower comm than probably most mercenaries, but anyway. Okay, well, for instance, some of the major um, fighting sort of things. You have Orlanth, who is the chieftain god, right? Uh-huh. Um, I believe there might be a, some sort of a, a fighter under him, um, very um, barbaric sort of fighter god. Um, there's um, the Stormbull, who is uh, kind of the wild berserker, the fighter of chaos, that sort of guy. And then there is uh, Humacht, which is the god of swordsmen. He is like the... Um, um, he, he, he is death incarnate. <laughs> wow. So, you know, so there's some, some variety in there. You can see already in weapon styles and fighting styles. Oh... Probably be a lot easier if I just decide to play a mercenary that works with him, and then Mark's bard is tagging along with us, so that in hopes that we will do something worthy of a song that will make him famous. Well, that's I'm not I'm not putting words in your character's mouth or anything like that. I just no, but the, those are possibilities. <clears throat> Something that the penny, penny dreadfuls will pay. Oh, wait a minute, they wouldn't have that by this time. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't quite gone on to printing and engraving just yet. So far as I can tell. They don't have newspapers in this. Uh... And, and actually, I would love the fact if we did do that, because he could bemoan the fact constantly that really the two of us are just ordinary average guys. <laughs> Looks like I'm gonna have to make up my own fantastic exploits. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm back. Okie dokie. Well, I'm trying to decide what my character concept should be now that I've rolled up a lot of these numbers, Mark, and I'm thinking at the risk of, well, I'm gonna throw this out there, but of course, this is by no means directing you how to do your character. I'm just just throwing this out there as a suggested possibility, but we were talking about the idea of, since Adam is a mercenary, I was going to play a shaman of sorts, but based on my stats, I'm thinking that I should probably just say, screw it, and I should just be a mercenary along with Adam, and then you, as a bard, are the one tagging along with us in the hopes that, Jesus Christ, I wish these people would do something interesting so I could write a song about it. <laughs> yes, actually, that. That sounds good to me. And that's not necessarily said I couldn't have, have some kind of connection to the whole mercenary thing anyway. I decided to go ahead and pick a combat style, and I'm using the, the barbarian Feardman. I looked up Feardman, and it's basically, they were a, a, a um, militiaman of the Saxon period, usually a land worker called to arms in support of a king or a local lord, usually armed with either swords or spears. So 
those would probably be the weapons that would count in there, and the GM gets to, to decide if any of the special traits from the combat chapter apply to it as, as well, if that sounds all right. Andrus? Oh, I think yeah. that's your... That, no, that, oh, sorry, yeah, that sounded good. <laughs> okay, so putting the swords and spears and the weapons in included then and you can just you can look at it at the stuff between now and later and decide if any of the traits should uh, apply to it too yeah you can take your your time on, on on that one we got like a half hour or so left here so let's get everybody else oh, done and oh. i was just thinking i was trying to think of which group would be good for you to be associated with and um there was a group of um, artists, uh, uh, entertainers, and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. That, but th- th- they were kind of a, a nomadic group. Um, well, you very, described very, the very into uh, kind of um, gypsies with a strong magical illusion uh, theme. Yeah, well, with the power of. Six. I'm not going to be doing much actual magic myself. Oh, okay. So, so you're going yeah, to so the actual music part. Pretty much, yeah. And and since you you mentioned the or or the Orlanthi being sort of a, a a Viking Celtic kind of mix, and both of those cultures have very strong bardic traditions. True. So I figured okay. that fit there. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Let's see. And. Okay, so let's see what's next here. Uh, here we are. There's also um, um, a god called Lanker Mai, who's a god of knowledge. Um, to some extent, bards um, in, in some Celtic traditions are also traveling um, uh, judges, as well as mm-hmm. keeping the, the bardic tradition. Hmm, Okay. So you know you could you could think of it as far as um, the you know the British Isles uh, Celtic version of the Bard would be very interesting. Indeed. What was the name of that of that um, god again? Lanker Mai. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to decide if that one's appropriate enough because the, the, they're kind of into they're very into books though. Yeah. That That's might, not quite. Yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't matter. We could always make one up because one should be there. <laughs> yeah, definitely one should be there. Okay, good. Um, yeah, we'll have a sub subcult of Orlanth being Orlanth Orlanth's bard. Come up with a name for him. Okay, good. Okay, I, we're making some progress here. Where uh, everybody was up to uh, skills or yep. still. Uh, no, yeah, I've finished all my... Yeah, I think we're all... Uh, Adam? Or, well, the only thing Adam and I didn't do was movement rate. How do you... Do you want us to just leave that alone for now? Or, I mean, we're not yeah. going to be using a map or a grid anyway, so do we really need... It looks like from the, the from the description that the, the, the base human movement rate was six meters. Yeah, you could just do the base, and if we have to modify it due to armor, we can always do that later. Okay. So, um, yeah, there's also a bunch of base skills that uh, everybody has. I think 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. 22 skills that are base skills mm-hmm. that uh, you could just do the, put down the basic percentages for those right now um, yeah yeah I got those but I selected barbarian for the mercenary okay and when it tells you uh, it tells you for such and such a class here we go example of oh, standard skills it's um, one, two. Uh, it lists specifics from that list: athletics, brawn, endurance. First right. Day. Those are the skills they're talking about when they say add a percentage to those. Distribute a hundred points amongst the listed well, standard skills. That's the hundred. That's, that's, that's the one that the hundred points would would go to. Yeah, between those and whichever professional mm-hmm. skills you picked from the from the list, couple down from the standard skills. Like with the barbarian, for example. Uh, it has the professional skills, craft, any, healing, lore, any, musicianship, navigate, seamanship, survival, track. Yeah. Those are, you can, you can, you can add, you can add, I think, up to three of those as professional skills, and then see if you can put some of those hundred points into those, too. Oh, cool. Okay. And, uh, yes, um, and, and you, there's Ferdman, you, Berserker, Horse Eater. For combat yeah, styles? Yeah, uh, combat styles that we were t- talking about er- earlier. Right. Yeah. Those are just some examples. If you can think of a different uh, expression for, for how you want your character to fight, we can, we can go with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy. Strike hard, no mercy, yeah. sir! <laughs> and am I correct in, in in that both customs and native tongue both get a base, will both get 40% added to their to their base? Am I, re- am I reading that right? So. The very first thing on there? Yeah. Okay. Wanted to be certain of that. Oh, select three professional. Okay. Okay, yeah. Appliance, static bonus, customs, native tongues. These are in plus 40 to each. Yep, okay. Uh, select three professional skills. If desired, select a single combat style, and then distribute 100 points amongst the listed standard skills, the chosen professional skills, and the combat style. And then you add 1% for every point you allocate. Yep. Each skill must receive a minimum of 5% and cannot receive more than 15. No more than 15% of the additional points, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Hey, How's he doing? He's doing good. He's a little. He's been very sleepy today. Yeah. He's still recovering. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's uh, between that and the Benadryl. I think makes him slightly sleepy. Oh yeah. Well, at the hospital they give Benadryl to patients as a mild sleeping pill. Hmm. Yeah. He's and he's he had steroid injections, so he's been peeing like we have a new river in our fair city. It's called the River Zeke. <laughs> okay. Do, do I get the do I get all of the standard skills they listed under barbarian? Um, it doesn't say to select three or anything like that. Um, well, one of the the standard skills are the ones that you can spend points on from those hundred points. Right. Oh, okay. So you can spend points on all of those and three of the professional skills. Okay, so I'd like at the top of the list of those other skills that were listed before, 
They, uh, the base skill started out at 22 because of the numbers on my stats. Mm-hmm. And Correct. Then I, and then... Uh, you can add up to 15 more. Up to 15... Oh. Up to 15 at more. Least five up to, uh, add, at least 5 up to 15. Right. Cool. All right. And I can only do it with athletics, brawn, endurance, first aid, etc., because that's the barbarian skills listed. Okay. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I got stars next to those. Good, good. And the professional skills I selected are healing, survival, and track, because it said to take three. Uh, and don't forget it, about your combat style, if you pick one. Eh, what is weapon thane? I'm assuming that it's pronounced thane. Yeah, it's a style. That's like being a bodyguard. Or, um, uh, hmm. kind of a... Basically, uh, you're, 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 you're one of the... A weapon thing is one of the chief's men. You know, he, he fights where the chief tells him to fight. He protects the hall and the chief. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I should, with my with my stats, I don't think I should go for Berserker. I'd look like Woody Allen fighting with a lobster. What sort of weapon do you see him using? He's like a sword and shield, a two-handed sword, a axe. I think sword and shield. Okay. So you can just call it, you know, sword and shield until you come up with a more colorful expression for it. That'll be. I'll just call that the. I call that the combat style then. Right. Right. Our combat skill. Cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war. I'd pay real money if each. <laughs> I was <laughs> Sorry. I had my mouth open to start. <laughs> One of the high points of the film. Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Short and chill. That's what. Yeah. Well, what the hell? Let's see. What do you call that combat skill? I call it Avon. <laughs> As in Bard of. I prefer the Mary Kay combat skill myself. It doesn't actually the make sense in this one. <laughs> That's right. You scream, <laughs> quarter blood drop right at <laughs> opponent's back. Oh, wow. A karate man. Oh, show up. Bruises on the outside. <laughs> I gotta find that movie at some point. I gotta watch that that's, again. That's just, hey, God, what a classic. I am not catching the reference, I'm afraid. 48 hours. Trading oh. places, actually. Is it Wait a one minute, of the, is it trading I, places? I, no, it's one of those. It's an Eddie Murphy movie, whichever one it is. Yeah, the I, one with I, the, one I, with I, the I quarter blood, quarter blood technique is, is trading places. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're both good movies. Yeah. Back when Eddie Murphy was funny. Oh, here we go. You want to give me a uh, percentage die roll for um, background event? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a, per- a percentile die. Now i got to find my real dice bag. Holy crap. I was pulling... Yeah, the, the actual skill rolls for this game is for percentile dice. Oh, there we go. Background event. Yeah. 27. Ooh, 27. Uh, playing one day, you discovered a dead man, a warrior in the cellar uh, or outbuilding. Who was he? And more importantly, who killed him? 
Was it your father, or worse? Or worse still, your mother, who had been looking rather nervous of late. <laughs> okay, so we found a dead person at one point. Um, we're going to make okay. a story based on that. Some of these are good adventure books, too. Or was it bad dip? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you got then? Hmm? And what, what's your role? I'm still looking for a die here. Oh, oh, I thought I heard you rolling. Okay. No, I was, I was, I, I found a d20 and I was like, ooh, I like that one. I'm putting that one aside. You want to roll for me? Go ahead. Because uh, I'm, roll I have the, to roll the d20 twice. All right. Hey, first roll is a two. Mm-hmm. Second roll is a ten. Let's see, I guess that's a 21? No. I don't know, what is that? Oh, oh, it's just a two dead side dice, shouldn't it? Okay, yeah. Two d10s? Right. Okay. Alright. Okay. Right. Wait a minute. Ah. <laughs> oh, this is a d12. It's been a while since I've done that, okay. One, two, three, yeah, this is a d10. Okay. Three. Okay. This is... Seven. Okay. Uh, so you have suffered some form of horrific attack that has left you psychologically scarred and extremely wary about the situation or thing which harmed you. <laughs> this might be merely dying from drowning, uh, managed lions, or necromantic magic. Whatever it is, gain a new passion of fear for the thing which harmed you, or roleplay your subsequent trepidation. Trepidation. Passion. <laughs> yeah. So what are you afraid of? Wow. I like that one. It's good. Play instant phobia. Let me see. <laughs> Lupus. Lupus. <laughs> How about Lupus? <laughs> lupins. And over all the lupins you've got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine some situation where. Uh... Okay. He fell in with a couple of guys. He fell in with a couple of guys that uh, he thought he could, like, do business with. As in hang with, work with, be a mercenary with, whatever. They seemed to have his best interest at heart for the first three or four hours that he was talking to them. In fact, they had a job immediately, which should have set off alarm bells in his head, but uh, his experience modifier is zero. And they (laughs) led him down to a place where they swore um, um, a a wealthy guy was going to be passing by and uh, instead of uh, instead of enlisting his aid, they um, they grabbed my weapon and they and they tried to uh, smother me to death in a mattress so that they could sell me to some kind of necromancer as a clean body to use. So I have uh, I have an aversion actually. To sleeping uh, 
on or near a, a, a stuffed mat or mattress of any kind, knowing that how easily I could be rolled up in one and sat on until I suffocated to death. I had a hidden dagger, though, and one of them didn't like getting the point of it in his ass. <laughs> so your phobia is suffocation? Suffocation in a mattress. In a mattress? Yes. <laughs> okay. So if we go to inns or we stop at any place posh that actually offers a bedding that's above, way above average, I won't be sleeping on it anyway. I'll be on the floor away from it. There's suffocation in a mattress. <laughs> mattress, okay. Okay. Eric? 78. you remember where this was? What were you looking for? Oh, what was the what was the section called the, again? The table of uh, background events. <laughs> background events. It was right after skills, wasn't it? I didn't actually see it. I was looking for the dice. It's okay. I've been running into things at random in this anyway. Are you in the uh, essentials book or the or the core rules? The core rules. Okay, because I'm I'm that could be the difference. I'm not. Because I think I'm I'm running this. I'm doing this off of the oh okay uh, uh, essentials. So got it, got it, got it. Let's see. There's there's a search function here in there. Oh, control F will bring something up. Yeah. Oh, it's the message that says you really think it would be that easy? Ha ha ha. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. A rather odd message for an RPG. Or not, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Searching. Computer working. Oh. So it, ah, it, there's an index page, which is what it found. Okay, good. That tells me where I'm looking. Oh, okay. There we are. As far as I am concerned, there are still only four Die Hard movies. <laughs> When you're looking at the reviews of a movie when it first comes out to see if you want to see it, and among, like, 15 reviews, the highest rating you can find is 3.2 out of 5. That's mm-hmm. just, that's just, that's just not right. Okay, Eric, what's the rule? 78. Oh, wow, way up there. Okay. Okay, your family crossed a wealthy or influential family and have suffered because of it. That family is now your enemy. Okay. Okay. So we can work up. Details for that. Um, the wealthy family? Yes. So it was like one of the town families, one of the invader families, one of the exile families. All right. The in the Lunar Empire will be the enemy, or the... Good. Um, since I kind of toyed with that idea in the very beginning anyway, of something like that happening. Yeah. Would they kick your family off their farm, maybe? There you go. My eminent domain. I like it. Yeah. Good. There's been a lot of that. There's been uh, a number of um, lunar noble, minor lunar nobles coming down and setting up estates along the in the river valley. Okay. Or you know, if I want to go a little darker, mm-hmm. this could explain why I'm adventuring. Certainly. What uh, if I refused to? Move my family, and so they came through and killed them. Yes. Why? 
because I lost my family. I see. Yeah. And uh, that's why the Lunar Empire, um, sp- specifically, I don't know what, I'll have to look and see what naming conventions are like, So, but specifically this, well, you know what, I don't need to get, I mean, it's the Lunar Empire. They're my, they're my, uh, or do I have to pick a family? It's a, it, what does the thing say specifically? Um, a wealthy family. So, um, uh, I'll have to get. Choose yeah. spurious posterior. What about my posterior? No. Oh, I'm just coming up with a name. Oh. Uh, the Vesuvius family is now my enemy. Vesuvius family, excellent. That's good, I like that. Gaius Vesuvius Gracchus. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. If Dr. Vesuvius is still listening to our podcast... (laughs) He's he's immortalized. Okay. One of these... Well, yeah, but still, I reserve the right to one of these days use use his name for a villain in some... Game. Ah. Because that's just too good to pass up. Okay. Excellent. This is very weird. Which part? Uh, the part where normally when I'm making a character, the absolute very first thing I think of is the name. Oh. And I still have no name for this guy. I think this is going to have to, with this many numbers, I think he's going to have to wait until lunchtime tomorrow. For a name, anyway. For a name, anyway. This is intense. So I can make up a name for my combat skill if I feel like it, right? Yeah. If it's appropriate, yeah. Oh. Okay. I guess it wouldn't be very creative to call it Mokhtar while waving my hand across my face. <laughs> Never know. That might work. Hey, what the hell? There are only so many syllables. Only so many letters in the alphabet. Yep. So this isn't played with minis or anything, right? Normally? Uh, it, it can be. I usually like doing that sort of thing just to keep um, keep track of things. Mm. Yeah, I just found a menu from Thunderbreath Gobbleguts Restaurant. The finest. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Finest in troll cuisine. Open dusk to dawn. Let's see. Live ham beetle pinned to your plate with a sharpened sprig of runner. Roof rats on the side and a delicious cockroach sauce. Yummy! Oh. He's a symbol of doom. Yeah. Cuisine. Yeah. I think I'm going to end up being the party's cleric. Uh Or Or at least the medic, huh? Medic, (laughs) medic, essentially. Yeah. First aid 29, healing 15. Oh, good. To start out with, anyway. Very good. This too could change, but yeah. You got an ouchie? I know some plants that I carry on me. I found some plants in the woods that are good for this. Everyone has magic potential, and there's really no reason I couldn't be the mercenary that I was thinking of and still have at least a little bit of shamanic. That's true. That's you you could you could do that. That there's no reason why you couldn't. 
because uh, yeah, your magic potential isn't probably as good enough to be a full full blown shaman. That doesn't right. mean you can't have a little bit. Yeah, it's only eleven, so yeah. That's good because then you could use the ma- magic as a supplement, which works fine. Go. Okay, well, I'll do some reading over the next couple weeks. Yeah, and and <laughs> Mickey is going to love this. Oh. <laughs> I'll do this skills cool. in my spare time. Okay, good. Because yeah. That's where I'll do my 150 freebie points, basically. That's fine. Okay, so is there... What? That's interesting. <laughs> That's a very expressive cat. <laughs> he was, especially since he looked like he was spooked by nothing. It sounds like a cat that discovered Jello the hard way. Did I what are you looking for, Mr. Cat? He's running around the house meowing like he's looking for someone. That was like our, when our cat was a kitten, and actually into his first few years, huh. he used to meow at the ceiling, and we talked. We used to joke about how he had dead friends that he would communicate with. Well, this one looks. Sometimes he'll look at the ceiling fans that aren't moving. <laughs> wow. Did I hear Mark Kinney say 150 free freebie points? 100. Yeah, after you oh, after you give your your 100 points for your culture and your 100 points for your career, you have 150 for whatever. Again, with a maximum of 15 on any given spell. Wow, I'm gonna have to read. I or, 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 or or like roughly well, roughly whatever. Anyway, it's uh, I, I, there, there there might be some. Some, it, it might just be standard ones. I don't know. I don't remember. I kind of. I've already closed everything up. There so. might be. Yeah, there might be some magic school or cult skills also. Okay. Yeah. And you you get like one more professional skill as a hobby. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> well I'm gonna um, I'm gonna send you the stats uh, that I have as is. And I'm sure I'm 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 going to be missing something, but I'm pretty sure I got uh, pretty sure pretty sure I got as, as filled in as I can be. Okay. But I won't do that until I come up with a name, and that'll be uh, that'll be tomorrow. Yeah. So if there's more points that I should be distributing, um, do tell, and I'll distribute them because I think this guy's going to need all the help he can get. But of course, okay. the dice rolls will be very kind, always. Of course. Of course. It's the gutter skypes. That's right. Just roll, roll low. There's a probo line, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There should be some kind of ironic music in the background for that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, the, the price is, is, is right loser horns and... Excellent. Oh, that never happens. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Wow. I that was, find that it was gratifying that, and quite telling of Anim's selection process, that the promos that we have, which are now, what, nearly, if not nearly... Six years old, old pretty much. Six years old, yeah. are still pretty indicative of, of what we do here. <laughs> pretty much. 
I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, we, 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 we picked a style and we stuck with it. Damn yep. it. <laughs> yep. Which is fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Wow. Thank you, Andrews. Sure. We're, this we're is on, definitely on the way. Okay. So, let's see. We got culture selected. Um, calculate your starting money. That's not a problem. We can, we can do that based on the basic role. That's not a problem. If you want to go ahead and do that and then do a little shopping also, feel free. Okay. Okay, we did background events. Um, rolled for social classes. Um, actually, I did. You did? <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, yeah. Yeah, I think most everyone's pretty much selected something anyway. Yeah. I think I did, okay. but I don't remember what it was. I'll have to... Uh. Okay, career, distribute 100 points amongst careers listed standard skills, whatever the professional skills are. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, allocate 100 points amongst the standard skills and profession for your culture, and 100 points among the careers listed standard skills and whatever professional skills were chosen. Okay, good. And finally, don't forget to give your character a name. <laughs> right. Get a, and uh, get a, my some copy of uh, yeah. of uh, Gygax's and get some names out of that. So. Oh, good. And don't forget to figure out a reason why you guys are actually adventuring together. You've got nothing else to do on a Saturday night. You see, there was this guy at the tavern with a long beard and a pointy hat. <laughs> we're in the fa- we're, in, we're each in a dark corner of the famous five corner tavern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the old man in the point in the beard of the pointy hat has a roll of toilet paper dragging along behind him. Stops in front of your of your of your table and says, "Nah, that's too easy," and walks exactly. away. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you look like a trustworthy group. <laughs> All right. This has uh, this has intense potential. It does. You know, I mean, just like I'm, I got all my numbers on one side of the sheet, and I'm looking on the back of the sheet, and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Like a world laid out already, map-wise, and and um, culturally, this is a pretty this is a pretty damn rich environment already. And I don't know, I don't know even like a tenth of it. So, right, that's very slick. It's extremely slick. Well, that's okay. By by the next time, I should have a basic adventure figured out. Cool. Good deal. Awesome. Good deal. Um, Nikki's going to have to roll something up too, I guess. Is uh, uh, whichever one of us wants to help with that, I'm going to I'm going to email her and let her know that uh, you know we got our characters rolled and that she should try and do the same. Yeah, and I'll, in yeah. case in case hers doesn't open or she has a problem with it or whatever, um, I'll send her the essentials one as well. Okay, good. And uh, uh, you know, if she wants to get in touch with me. I'll see what I can do about getting her at least the same level of number selection that I'm at. She'll probably roll a better character than I will. <laughs> and if she has or wants to know if there's something she's allowed to do, she can send me an email. Yep, absolutely, sure, of course. 
promise I will read my email frequently. <laughs> I would like to play. Uh, I would like to play a dragonfly that fires an airborne howitzer. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Yes, yes, Mickey, that's nice. That's nice. Now I want to see if there's a game out there where she could actually play a dragonfly firing an airborne howitzer. Well, she could be a pixie with a hat pin for a sword. But that's a far cry. <laughs> that's a far cry. That would, Mickey, I think I want to do that. Why am I I forgot that's one of the Aldriami. So that's that's the fourth type. Is the pixies. The plant people. Yeah. Oh, pixies. Here we go. Pixies. Fun with hat pins. <laughs> Maybe it's a Janus Thorn. I'm oh, sorry, saying it. A Janus Thorn? Uh, Doctor Who reference. Oh, okay. Leela. No, Leela, not the Janus Thorn. <laughs> she keeps wanting to stab people with this poisonous thorn. I like Leela. <laughs> yes. woman with a knife and an attitude. Right. That makes the story far more interesting no matter where you are. <laughs> well, folks, this was, uh, this was excellent. Man, what I, you know what I like best about this? I actually understood what was going on. <laughs> the, the, the way that they laid it out made it like, okay, thank you. I understand this. I hope this some of the world descriptions made sense, too. Yeah. Well, those I never have a problem with. Huh. I always find it's very important to understand the, the world you're adventuring in. Otherwise, you know, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I have a, in the RuneQuest core book, because the, the, the essential thing, it seems like it, it's very gen- generic. It is. Uh, the core book's kind of generic, too. Um, the You need, like, a... Um, the Glorantha setting book to really oh, okay. put it in its place. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that one of the supplements I found online was uh, uh, using RuneQuest system in, a, in Star Wars. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh. Damn. Let me see if this is small enough to do this. And. going. How about that? And it better finish a lot earlier than it's saying it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. Okay, so guys are well on your way to one minute remaining. That's not bad. Okay, good. That's better. Yeah, that's much better. <laughs> I would say like 45 minutes. What? <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, that's pretty slick. Yeah. No, I don't think I will. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad I was five years ago. I take a flamethrower to this place. Okay, good. All right. That looks done. Yeah. Thank you. No, Al Pacino. Thank you very much. Okay. Cool. Oh, 
All right. So, well, wait a minute. Let's see. Uh, we're, we're at, uh, God, July, August. Not the 6th, but uh, the 13th? Wednesday, August. Wednesday, Wow. For technically the day before Gen Con, but I won't be getting there until until Saturday at the earliest. So. Oh, okay. So that doesn't interfere with anything you're doing. Oh, not at all. Is that okay, when they're giving do. out any awards? Uh, they're giving out the Emmys on on uh, Friday. All right. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, thanks. I hope you're going to have to pack in a hurry. <laughs> well, well, Carol's there to to handle any any related stuff we may. Oh, excellent. Have, so. So she'll handle that, and I've already told her that that if for some reason we get the gold somehow to that she is authorized to stay on my behalf, not to sound un 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 ungrateful, but what the hell are 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 you are, are you people thinking, Ken and Robin over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ken and Robin talk about they stuff. do have an excellent show. But you know, it's it's still we if, if we do get the gold the gold we will take it. But uh, sure, it's, it's, you, As know, you should. What if, the hell? I honestly, I I do on, on honestly think that getting a gold over them would be a freaking miracle because they do have an excellent show. Well, what is good. their what is their show? Ken and Robin talk about stuff. Oh, oh. They usually do uh, four segments on each on each given show uh, within like different categories, and it's really cool stuff. Uh, Ken ends, uh, Ken Height ends up doing a, a bunch of oh, suppressed transmission kind of kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Robin Laws and uh, and uh, Kenneth Height. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they have gaming tips. They've got weird stuff from uh, history. They have uh, Ken's time machine where he talks about how. He would change certain things in the in in the time stream given certain uh, uh, assignments from time incorporated in that. It's a good show if you haven't been if, if, if you haven't heard it. It really is. Yeah, I'll check that out. Okay, grab some samples of that. Wow, cool. That's going to that's mm-hmm. take care of me for the rest of the week between cracked and that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. By the way, so I, I still uh, hope you get the gold. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, an MTMJ that will not be well. Actually, this it won't see the light of day because it was a there was a lot of page flipping and character creation. I just didn't probably won't put it up. But we did character creation for D and D net or D and D. I never know what to call it. D and D. I guess is what they're just calling it. Yeah, how does it fit as far as I'm concerned? I guess. How did that go? It went really well. I actually like it. I was not expecting to like. I mean, I've been a not a big fan of D and D for forever for quite some time. Right. So, um, uh, even even in the quote heyday, actually, I'm in the heyday of my gaming now. <laughs> so I can't even call it that. In my childhood gaming, when we were playing it, we quickly moved on to other things like Marvel superheroes and stuff. So I can't even say back in the day I was a huge fan, but now. But this yeah. this uh, new version is really, it seems like they've made a big effort to put the role with an E back into role-playing, and I really like it. I, I'm, I'm uh, 
I, I'm as surprised as anyone to hear myself say that. So I'm looking forward to actually trying to playing it. Yeah. Very slick. All right, guys. Well, I guess I will see you all in two weeks then. Yeah, I guess it's well. It's, it's time. Everybody, stay safe. Um, best wishes and uh, uh, most positive vibes possible to Zeke and his recovery. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, yes, keep y'all posted. And indeed. Okay. And if you follow me on Facebook, you'll get a more immediate update. But absolutely. And if you're not, then why aren't you? Because <laughs> Facebook is evil. <laughs> you know that, that's a good reason. There you go. That's all I needed. Is, that's it all is. you had to say. Facebook is evil. I'm sorry, it is. But, you know, even I check in every once in a while. Whatever. I'm still terrified. <laughs> everybody, uh, everybody stay safe. And uh, see you in two weeks. All right. All right. Thanks again, Andros. Sure thing.